0: What up, guys? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. This is going to be a two-parter. It's another classic version of what's happening in Agland. There is a ton to go over. We've got recruiting updates for football. We've got more news regarding next-level Rams, uh, CSU men's golf. We've got to talk about tennis finishing up a historic season a recruiting update for csu women's hoops we've got some stuff to talk about with men's hoops there is a ton to go over so like i said i'm going to break this into two parts going to start with football but in the opening here i'm just going to talk about why i think it's okay to have a little bit of fun Uh, i poked some fun at cu on twitter for not having an nfl draft selection there was you know a, a graphic that got shared out by Fox College Sports or one of those with all the logos of teams that have at least one player selected in the NFL draft. CSU is obviously on there. So I shared it from the DNVR Rams account and just captioned it with, you know, it'd be really embarrassing to be a Power 5 program not represented on here. Uh, bang, bang, shots fired at CU. Could also apply it to Texas if you really wanted to. But, you know, obviously I was just taking a little jab at the buffs. And a couple of people responded and basically Just implied that, you know, CSU doesn't really have any room to brag. And I think that's probably fair, but I'm just going to talk about why I think it's okay to still have fun, you know, even recognizing some of that stuff. Uh, Real quick the NBA playoff action is nonstop with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, they're really hooking it up for new customers. Bet $5 on any team to win, get $150 in free bets if they do. I just make sure you use that code DNVR when you sign up. If you are looking for a big payday and don't necessarily want to risk a lot, try the same game Parlay. Create your own Parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, more. Boom. you have a bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game Parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet up to $25 back if one leg doesn't hit. That's awesome. I mean, there's nothing worse than... You know, you you think you have a brilliant three, four-leg parlay and you you come up one assist shy. If that happens, DraftKings is going to give you a shot at redemption up to $25. They're always killing it. And that's why you want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win. Get $150 in free bets. If they do, that promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. All right, all right, all right. Not going to spend a lot of time on this, but you know, as I was alluding to before we did the ad break there, I I understand that that people are, are you know kind of pointing out that look, CSU and CU have not been in a good spot and you know having one NFL draft pick isn't exactly something to puff your chest about. To that I would point out though that you know even during the glory years, it's not like CSU was a program that was sending, you know, ten to ten plus guys. I mean, Georgia sent fifteen guys in the NFL draft this year. That's crazy. Being realistic, and unless CSU were to get into a bigger conference, you know, one to three guys per year. That's kind of got to be the the hope slash expectation. Some years they will be less. Some years maybe you get a few more if you have a really deep team. But the fact that you know the Buffs had none, it, it's wild. I mean, it, it's not as crazy as Texas, which I kind of talked about on the last podcast, but I mean, it, it's an opportunity to take a little shot in the offseason. It, it's really not that deep. Again, I I get it. CSU, CU football, they are not at the place that anyone wants them to be, you know, when it comes to their respective fan bases. And honestly, because neither program has had a whole lot to brag about over the last decade, the the back and forth, the arguments between each other, it's... It's pretty predictable. I mean, I've seen it so many times. I've been a part of it so many times. I could role play and I could carry out CU's argument. You know, I I could give all the retorts that they would have for the points that CSU has. Oh, you know, you don't have a national championship. Oh, you're in a smaller conference. Little brother this, uh, lopsided rivalry. They'd bring up the the results and how CSU has, has historically been kind of dominated by CU. And if you're, you know, feeling petty as a CSU fan, you'd be like fifth down, half a national championship. You'd bring up the fact that they split it with Georgia Tech because of Tom Osborne, you know, screwing their own conference, which that's a that's a crazy story. It makes me laugh as somebody that's, you know, anti-buffs. But anyways, you know, it, it's it's all the same arguments, it's all the same back and forth. CSU fans would point out that you know since 2000, it's been relatively back and forth. Uh, I guess less so during the, the Bobo era because he just blew it so many times against them. But throwing little jabs, you know, being petty, especially when it's mostly tongue in cheek because you recognize that you know neither of these programs are, are where their fan bases would want them to be. That's what makes college football fun, guys. You don't want to be an oblivious fan, you know, who's just out there you know, saying all kinds of reckless stuff and, and not able to see, you know, the own problems with their own program. That's not the goal. But when there's a softball just lobbing there and you have an opportunity to, you know, just hit a quick dinger real quick when it comes to a, a pod shot at the rival's expense. That's what it's all about to me. I don't I don't know. I think it's what makes all this fun. So I guess my point here is is just that I get it. You know, I, I get the fans that are kind of over it when it comes to social media stuff and they and they just want to see results. Um, I'm not saying that you guys are wrong. It's been a really tough decade. I understand why everybody's kind of jaded after it. But I also think that collectively, you know, everyone would would have a little bit more fun, would probably benefit just from kind of loosening it up. And this isn't even a shot because I, at like anyone specific, because I had multiple people make the same points to me when it comes to this. That's what inspired the Open. But... I don't know. I mean, if you listen to this podcast consistently, you'll know that a a theme for for me when it comes to being a sports fan is just enjoying the ride and trying to get as much enjoyment out of it all as possible. Because, you know, ultimately your teams, they're going to let you down. They're going to lose heartbreakers. It's going to be a lot of misery. It's going to be a lot of frustration. And that's why you got to enjoy the little things when you can, you know, whether it's a, just a, a big win and, and kind of a rough season or a highlight play or, you know, just a little back and forth with a rival. I mean, it's it's just a good reminder that all of this is supposed to be entertainment. It's supposed to be something we enjoy, not be stressed out about, you know, three hundred and sixty five days a year. When we're in the heat of the season and, and you know the results, you know, really matter. I understand, you know, being less friendly, you know, not being as open to jokes, but it's the off season. It's the off-season. So I guess that's the point here. Just lighten up. It's the off-season. None of it's that deep, especially on Twitter. All right, let's 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 move on. Let, let's talk about some football. Real quick, support for DNVR is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate bundle when it comes to to men's hygiene. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. You can get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code RAMS20. That's RAMS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you are going to get the hookup. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is the best trimmer on the market. You're not going to cut yourself due to their skin-safe technology. Uh, you got the Weed Whacker, which is for your ears and nose. I'm getting to that point where I'm getting old, man. I'm, I'm seeing nose hairs. I'm seeing ear hairs, like hairs on my toes and stuff. It's it's the worst. Uh, it comes with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. This stuff is game-changer. got the summer coming up. You know, prevent chafing. You'll feel a lot just refreshed down there. Some Crop Reviver, in case you're already feeling a little swampy. You need to, you know, need to <laughs> freshen some things up plus some super, super comfy performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. I love this travel bag. Legitimately, it's my favorite travel bag I've ever had. I actually have two of them now. And it's great because you can fit everything inside of it. Some of them are too small. Some of them are too big. This is the perfect size. You can get, you know, multiple razors in there. You know, if you're me, you need hair product and uh, comb and, and toothbrush, all that crap. Go to manscaped.com, use that code RAMS20, and get 20% off plus free shipping worldwide with the performance package 4.0. Cool, cool, cool. Love paying the bills. Uh, Barry Wesley has received an invitation to rookie minicamp with the New York Giants. He will go out there with tight end Cameron Butler, so that's kind of cool. Uh, first of all, I think these are two guys that you wouldn't necessarily... You know, they're not the headliners. You know, everybody's thinking about Trey McBride, obviously, uh, Ryan Stonehouse, even Scott patchin But, you know, I, I talked about some of the reasons why I think Patchen is going to have a hard time sticking in the NFL. It has nothing to do with talent, although I do think he needs to be better against the run. It's just more about the fact that he's 25 years old and, and you have to basically kill it immediately. Barry, Cam Butler, they're younger. They've got more time. Barry, his versatility, I just... The ability to be a Swiss army knife, you know, I I don't necessarily think he's ever going to be a guy that's, you know, going to be a 16 game starter in the NFL, but could he be a guy that's on a a roster and, you know, bolsters the depth? Yeah. Who wouldn't want to have a guy that you can slide in at guard or center or potentially tackle? I think due to his size, he's probably an interior lineman at the next level. But Barry, I mean, he's just a, a really intelligent football player. That's something that all the coaches he's played under have raved about. He's a leader. And he's a guy that's put in the work in the weight room. And, and you know, when it comes to training to really transform his body and put himself in a position to potentially have a pro career. I, I've talked about this a couple of times, but I've known Barry Wesley since he was about seven years old. Him and my brother, they, they grew up together. They, they were on... Uh, youth football teams together. They were, you know, the big boys, my brother, he's lost a lot of weight then, but you know, growing up he was, you know, the, the big Husky kid and a patch player, a guy that couldn't get the football. He had to play on the offensive line, him and Barry just out there mauling kids. And to, to think, you know, all these years later that I would eventually cover his collegiate career and then, you know, see him go on and, and try and have this NFL career. It's just, it's insane. It's, it's really crazy. But like I said, I mean, the fact that he's in this position, it's just a testament to his character and, and to his work ethic. Because I was pretty honest, when he walked on at CSU football, and again, he had a nice high school career for Bear Creek. You know, I, I didn't ever see Barry being a guy that was going to consistently play for CSU coming out of high school. He busted his ass. And he quickly, quickly became a starter. And because of that, I'm, I'm not going to place limits on Barry. I'm not going to doubt him. I've done it in the past. He proved me wrong. So I just want to shout out Barry and say congratulations on getting that rookie invite. I know you are going to make the most of it. And also congrats to Barry and Mayan Ham, former CSU women's basketball player, on the recent birth of their child. Word. Let's, let's move on. Let's talk about recruiting. Uh, Just momentarily, I can't remember if I talked about this on the last pod or not. Solomon Bird, CSU, was in the mix for the former Wyoming defensive end. He visited campus a couple of times. He ultimately ends up in ACC country over at Georgia Tech. Uh, Good for him. Nice spot. Obviously, a great school. Would have been nice for for CSU to bring him in. Would have been a fun story, obviously, with the potential of a, a poke You know, flipping sides in the border war. The silver lining of the situation is... You know, the, the defensive line is, is one of the strengths of the team. Freddie Banks and Jay Norvell were pretty consistent with their praise of the unit throughout spring ball. They talked about it after the second scrimmage. They talked about it again after the spring game. So there's not exactly cause for concern. Again, it would have been cool, but I think there are other position groups that the Rams should target. Obviously, they brought in Cameron Cooper, uh, the former UTEP offensive tackle who comes over as a rare graduate transfer with three years of eligibility remaining. I assume that he is one of the final two scholarships. I, I should reach out and get clarification on that because he is a grad student. It wouldn't shock me if they maybe could convince him to come on as a, a walk-on for this first year. And then you potentially transition him to scholarship. Um, so we'll see on that one. Other position groups that I think the Rams could try and improve the depth on this offseason. Linebacker. I mean, Jay Norvell challenged the groups that they need better play was interesting to see how all of that played out after the spring game, just in in regards to, you know, who ended up being in the starting lineup and I don't know. So I think linebacker cornerback again, I think they could always use another corner corners are kind of like QBs. You should just try and get as many good ones on the roster as you possibly can. And speaking of QBs, the Rams have picked up their first 2023 commit, Jackson Brousseau, a six foot five, two 215-pound quarterback out of Lehigh High School in Utah, tweeted his commitment to Norvell and company over the weekend. Uh, according to 247 Sports, CSU is Brousseau's only FBS offer at the moment, but he has posted about visits to Utah, USC, a couple of other schools' interests from BYU, Utah State, Boise State. He's a three-sport athlete, also plays basketball and baseball, I'm a big fan of that. I love guys. I just think it it allows them to develop certain skill sets that you wouldn't necessarily focus on if you were only playing one sport. Uh, coming off of a nice junior year in which he threw for 3,255 yards, completed 66% of his passes, uh, playing in a spread offense. So Obviously, it, it should translate to kind of what the Rams are trying to do in the air raid. In 14 games last fall, Brusso threw for 36 touchdowns compared to just five interceptions. Love that. Love that they're stretching the field. Love that he's got a nice big arm, natural thrower of the football. But he's also valuing possessions. You know, he's not out there forcing things. And he's just a really pure thrower of the football. I like his frame. Uh, I like that he's also a pitcher for the baseball team, plays first base as well. But in uh, seven appearances this spring, he has a 4-0 record with an ERA of one66 He's hitting 431 over 82 plate appearances, 28 hits, 29 ribbies, and three dingers. So it just seems like a, a really natural athlete altogether. And in an era when there's more roster movement than ever, I, I just think it's important to try and bring in talented quarterbacks. I think some people were were maybe a little bit surprised, just given that CSU signed three quarterbacks in this recruiting class. But you know, there's a strong possibility that a year or two from now, one or two of those guys has moved on elsewhere. You just don't know. And I think generally speaking, you know, most coaches kind of try and want to sign one quarterback per year if they can. In an offense like the Air Raid where, you know, you kind of live and die by the quarterback, I'd be all right if CSU signed two or three every year. I really wouldn't have beef with it. Probably wouldn't make a ton of sense to sign three, especially this year, given how many young quarterbacks you already have on the roster. But, Just in general, you know, if Norvell was here for five, six years, a couple years from now, you know, if they were bringing in three quarterbacks again, it it wouldn't bug me. You know, you're you're just going to see them recruit a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of wide receivers. I mean, obviously the offensive line, but when you throw the ball 60 to 70 times a game, kind of important that you have a guy that can sling the rock. All right. The last thing I want to talk about with football is just a transfer portal update. Uh, before we dive into that, I want to talk about the homies at Sexy Pizza. What is Sexy Pizza, you ask? Well, with 13 years in the Denver community, Sexy Pizza is as local as it gets. A hand-tossed deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch each morning dough. Choose your own adventure with a wide range of toppings or try one of their philanthropies, a portion of every sale is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. Go to www.sexy.pizza. Check out their About page for the donations link. See how sexy pizza can support your cause. If you're just looking for an awesome meal though, 12 inch, 16 inch, 18 inch crusts they are sure to have the right fit. Get all the fixins, whether it's wings, salads, pastas, knots, dessert options. I love their garlic knots. We had them at the Broncos tailgate every Sunday. They've got vegan options, a delicious 12 inch gluten-free crust. You've got yourself a can't miss hit no matter what you go with. Stop by any of their four Denver locations in Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill or if you are out in Trinidad, they have a location that recently opened out there. Go to www.sexy.pizza. I made this point before, but how badass is that internet address? It just sounds so clean. No .com, just sexy.pizza. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, the, uh, the last thing I want to talk about here before we go to the second part and, you know, dive into all of the Olympic sports as well as men's basketball. The Rams lost a couple more players to the transfer portal. Nothing to worry about. This was expected. The deadline to enter if you wanted to be eligible at the beginning of the fall season was May 1st. So it made sense that you were going to see a couple of them, especially after spring ball. This was something that I had kind of talked about. I mean, there were going to be people from the old regime that gave it a shot in spring ball wanted to see if they could make it work, wanted to see if they could catch the attention of the coaching staff. And just, you know, realize it's, it's not going to work for them. And one of those guys is, is quarterback Evan Olace, who's a great guy. I think he'd be a really, really nice fit in an option offense. I mean, he throws with some zip. He he runs well. He's a good athlete. I mean, he's muscular, but he's just, he's too small and he doesn't have the arm to stretch the field. Probably could have made it work in a Steve Adazio offense. I mean, he's a very similar player to, to Todd Centeno, but, you know, in the air just wasn't going to work. He wasn't going to factor into the picture moving forward. And unless he changed positions, you know, we had kind of speculated throughout the spring that maybe, maybe he moves to wide receiver, or even though he doesn't really fit the description of what they're looking for at receiver, maybe they move him to safety or something like that. But ultimately he decides to move on. I uh, wish him well, I feel bad for the the guys that came in wanting to play in this, you know, ground and pound approach that Adazio sold and, ultimately, you know, it's just kind of part of the process. Hopefully he's able to, to land in a spot where he's able to play. I mean, you never know. There's no guarantees. That's the tough part about this transfer portal situation is even when the move makes sense, the reality is there just might not be a landing spot for you out there and you're potentially, you know, walking away from the scholarship, but that's, uh, that's just the modern game. Um, Rams also lost center time marks again, a guy who uh, would have made a lot of sense. And in Steve Adazio's offense doesn't really make a ton of sense in what the Rams are doing moving forward. He's already posted a, a couple of offers. Wouldn't surprise me if we see him back on the West Coast. The, yeah, the Matter Day product is versatile. I mean, he could play center. He could play guard. I, I think he definitely is a Division I talent. Uh, wouldn't shock me if he drops down just because, again, he's a little bit smaller as well. But that was kind of consistent with the, yeah, the Adazio recruits. Yeah. The last one we saw publicly was Rashad Ajayi who was not with the team in spring ball. And quite honestly, I had, I'd kind of forgotten about, uh, he was one of the early cuts, uh, back in the winter. So this wasn't surprising. They, they weren't factoring him into the scholarship count this spring or, or anything like that. And in, in terms of what their plan was moving forward, you know, he was never really expected to be on the team moving, uh, moving forward under Jay Norvell definitely wish him well. Wouldn't surprise me if he ends up, you know, back in the South, probably, you know, somewhere in Florida, but injuries just really impacted his career. Unfortunately, that's, it's, it's pretty common. He, you know, came onto the scene as a true freshman and, you know, looks like he might, you know, really be a stud corner, might be one of the better corners that the CSU was going to have. I mean, there are a couple of those where <laughs> you look back, I mean, Rashad Ajayi, Keevan Bailey, and Brandon Crossley, who went on to kill it at SMU. I mean, there were a lot of guys where it looked like CSU had a, a pretty bright future building in that secondary at the the end of the, the Mike Bobo era, but it just never really worked out And the last couple of years. Ajayi struggled with injuries, but he was always a really humble kid. He was always really gracious during interviews. I very much enjoyed getting to cover him for the four years that he was here. And again, you know, you hope all these guys end up in a, a good situation. I don't think anybody's, you know, has ill feelings toward them. It, it's just part of the business. You know, they're they're it's gonna be better for them and it's gonna be better for the team. All right, like I said, on the next part, we are going to dive into everything else going on. Uh, oh, we're gonna talk about women's hoops, men's hoops, men's golf, tennis, everything that we possibly can. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Hope you all enjoy it and thank you to everybody for continuing to support my work. This is the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Much love. Peace. See y'all on part two.